Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, thank you very much, Gary. It's 835 here on this Wednesday morning. It's the 18th day of October 2023. I'm John Reed, and glad you're with us here on News Radio WRVA. So I want to get back to the local elections. We spent a lot of time this morning talking about the horrible situation uh, in Israel, the lies that are coming from um, Hamas. And, you know, I mean, I second guess everything over there, but I, I have to be honest with you. I don't have any problem figuring out who the good guys are and the bad guys are. And I don't think you have to have spent years living and working in the Middle East like I did to make that uh, uh just to have that discernment. I don't think you need to be uh, someone who's been on the ground there to figure out who is uh, committing atrocities, real atrocities, and who is trying to avoid atrocity, who's trying to get to a place where people can live in peace and is just kind of thwarted. And it's been interesting where um, Virginia politicians, especially Democrats who run their mouths extensively about civil rights and human rights and women's rights and uh you know are hypercritical of certain groups how silent some of them have been when they haven't been silent in the past and you know uh gazala hashmi is one of the people who comes to mind now she was supposed to come on the show a few years ago which was fine you know you know me i'm fine with people coming on the radio who don't agree with me it's completely okay i'm never going to vote for you but I'll be polite if you'd like to come on. She canceled before she came on the air. Never heard from her again, Ghazala Hashmi. So, you know, we'll reach out to her and see if she wants to change her mind and come on now. But I I have um yeah, I don't like that. I don't I don't like that. I don't like it, you know, if you if if you don't accept the invitation to come on and talk to an audience that you may not match with, I kind of question where you are uh, as a leader. That's just me. And it's weird. A lot of the Democrat leaders have just completely said, we're not talking to the WRVA audience. I don't think Jeff was worried about it. You know, I'm still trying to uh, you know, extend the invitation. I don't think Jeff gives a damn whether they come on his show or not. I'm trying to be like old school Virginia, and they're just not interested in taking me up on that. But I also have a long memory. You remember what Ghazala Hashmi did to Saparna Dutta? You know, she's the, the, the mom up in Fairfax, an education activist who Ghazala Hashmi uh, got removed from the 
list in the Senate of people who would be confirmed to their positions after being nominated by Governor Yunkin. And she was really ugly about this lady, uh, Mrs. Dutta. And, you know, if I remember correctly, it was like accusing her of being a white supremacist. Right? Well, guess who's with us this morning? Who's not as scared to come on the radio and talk about it? Saparna Dutta is back with us. And I really appreciate you coming on. I wondered if we'd get a chance to talk to you because it seemed like Ghazala Hashmi uh, really took an just uncalled for brutal uh, attitude towards you, slandered you publicly. And now here she is. I guess she's campaigning. I haven't seen her doing any camp campaigning to try to go back to the Senate. And I wondered if you had a reaction to this. Good morning to you. Good morning, John. And thank you for having me on your show. Yes, ma'am. Um, well, I'm a mom who is passionate about education and wants the best for all kids. And growing up in India, my family of very modest means placed the greatest emphasis on education. You know, education is a great leveler and can take you places like nothing else. So when I immigrated to America, I carried that belief with me. And then in summer of 2020, when equity activists fought to get rid of the race-blind, merit-based standardized admissions tests at my child's school, up a STEM magnet school here in Fairfax, Thomas Jefferson High School for Science and Technology, and replaced it with a system designed to affect a certain racial mix, Parents rose up and became accidental advocates for their kids. Right. Thank goodness um, you stood up, along with some other folks up in, in Fairfax. I'm glad you did. Right. And so when Governor Youngkin appointed me to the Virginia Board of Education, I took this task very seriously. It was an honor. I saw how decisions made on the board directly impact the lives of children. Mm -hmm. And I spoke up against orthodoxies. I was just an outsider looking in. What we saw in February on the floor of the Virginia Senate was, um, was a disgrace to the Senate. And it was really a confluence of radical uh, progress progressives and Islamists, um, which I don't know, I had not directly seen before. It was interesting. As you know, um, the day before our board meeting in February, um, I was unanimously approved on the Senate Privileges and Elections Committee that had 10 Democrats and it, I had unanimous approval. And so the day after that is where an interesting exchange between me and Anne Holton, the wife of um, Tim Kaine, uh, took place on the on the board. Mm -hmm. and, and she was chair uh, at the time? She was not. She was another board member. Another board member. Okay. So since uh, August of twenty. 22, the Board of Education had been debating the history and social sciences standards of learning, basically what our children will be learning in K through 12 grades across Virginia. So these standards that had been prepared during the, the Northam administration were absolutely terrible. And I had been pushing back against it since I saw it in August of 2022. These standards presented history as seen through a lens of race, you know, and they were produced or inspired by, a, you know, a coalition of activist organizations, some of whom, if you look at their website, talk about providing a classroom explicitly focused on diversity among children's cultures and languages. And then if I may read one more line, they said that um, something like um, 
that history, the complaint about history told through the lens of who created and continue to benefit from American culture institutions, which are white, financially secure, Christian, heterosexual, cisgender males. So these are the kind of activist organizations that helped prepare the previous standards of learning that we, we uh, opposed. And so, you know, after serious objections were raised, the Department of Education finally rewrote the standards and they were much, much improved. Mm-hmm. But um, Anne Holton um, disagreed and one of the, in, in the guiding principles um, to the standards, it was mentioned that the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution are remarkable documents um, that provide freedoms and frameworks you know, for our republic. But she wanted to add that she, she first of all, on the, on the floor said that these were not remarkable documents, that they enshrined slavery and limited the protection only to white propertyed men. Um, you know, I, I disagree. I think that these are remarkable documents. They, the system of checks and balances, you know, the system of self-governance, it's, you know, unlike anything you will see in the world. So I And I, I appreciate think, that in, with your background, you will stand up and make that argument. I, mean, I guess if somebody wants to attack me for saying it, um, I would accuse them of being racist towards me. But it's hard for me to imagine that they could say that about you. Just, you know, the, the obvious distinction between the two of us. So what did Ghazala Hashmi say about all this? Oh, that's interesting. Um, so that's the other side of the equation, the political Islam side of the equation. What happened is that the morning of the vote, I talked to Senator Chad Peterson. He's the moderate Democrat senator, and uh, I have known Used him. Used to be before some... they got rid of him. I mean, they're just that's dumping right. anybody who's moderate. But Well, he's still the senator till, till January, right. I believe. Right. right. So, you know, I know him and found it to be a very reasonable person. And he told me, look, elders in the mosques in Fairfax, Dar al-Hijra, um, etc., are calling me. They're saying that you are a Hindu extremist, that you belong to Hindu extremist organizations. So I yeah. asked him, what did they say? What exact evidence did they give you? He had no answer for that. Mm-hmm. He said, well, some of these people are my clients. I cannot, you know, ignore them. Mm-hmm. And um, basically what um, so these, one of these mosques, Dar al-Hijra, is infamous for Anwar al-Avlaki, the mastermind of 9-11. So these people, later on I learned when these uh, Muslim leaders of the mosques met the Hindu leaders after all of this went through, the Hindu leader told me that they said that we did this to send you a message. We wanted to send a message to Modi, who is the Prime Minister of India. So it's some sort of a battleground of, of um, you know, Islamism in this country, and, and which has did, got and nothing to... Was yeah. Senator Hashmi one of the leaders of that effort, you think? So she is a Muslim, as you know. So wittingly or unwittingly, she was used as a tool. I don't know what views she holds. But, um, but she was ugly she, about you. Is it incorrect to say that she said that you were a white supremacist or you were? That's uh, right. Uh, okay. So, she, I mean, 
I'm not making she that up, right? Me. That came that's from right. her. She, that came from her. Okay. She smeared me on the floor of the Senate, and nobody defended on the on the Democrat side. Yeah, and then you were were not put on the board of education. I remember we that's talked right. right after that happened. I was kind of shocked that the people who constantly lecture us about how important it is to have diversity and different backgrounds would then slander you and prevent you from representing a very legitimate worldview and assessment of of state education in that role. So, I, you know, with Senator Hashmi trying to go back to the Senate, what what is your assessment of whether she should be allowed to take her seat again? So this this defamation by Hashmi, Senator Hashmi, was an attempt to erase me, erase my viewpoint, and you know isolate any minority who thinks differently. So uh, you know people, I think she's in the district Senate District 15. You should take a hard look at this and think about somebody who would allow herself to be used. Uh, as a tool of the Islamists in this country, do you really want to vote for somebody her, like her? I think it raises a lot of questions and should concern everybody. Um, yeah. And, and I, I personally, Miss um, Dutta, I'm tired of being lectured to by people who then turn around and are more brutal and ugly in the modern sense than the people that they're criticizing today. I'm really getting tired of it. And I appreciate you reminding us of this story because it was pretty shocking when it happened. And I hope people will contemplate that as they decide who they're going to vote for for that Senate seat. And um, that will decide not only your, uh, you know, your district, but really the future of Virginia and right. the future of America. That's right. What kind of America do we want to live in? There's a lot on the line. Suparna Dutta. Um, who you recall that story, I'm sure if you've listened to the show for the last uh, few years, you you remember how horrifying that was and how uncalled for and, and, and terrible that defamation was. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. It's 848. You know, Ghazala Hashmi is welcome to come on if she would like to. Senator Hashmi is welcome. And you know what? We'll probably talk to Hayden Fisher, the Republican who is challenging her. Maybe he's got something to say about it. You're listening to News Radio WRVA. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.